morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the Bronx Queens Bros Podcast, better known as the B2B Podcast. I'm Big B, we got Big D, we also got Jack B. We're finally back. It's been a while, we're all in the same state and country now, and the Mets and Yankees have gone to shit. Uh, Dave, how you doing? I'm good. I think BQB took a little Daniel Vogelback break. You know, we just needed some time to reset. Um, but hopefully, we come back with a little uh, better production than, let's say, Vogelback V. Real quick, that's a that's a nice hat you're wearing. What what is that? This, Talk to me about that hat, is, dude. I mean, listen, uh, we went to a uh, minor league Somerset Patriots versus the Rumble Ponies, the Double A Yankee and Met affiliates, and I picked this up. It was like the uh, Hispanic Heritage Day sombrero something hat. And you know what? I really fuck with the colors and this color scheme. And I decided to rep them. I don't really want to rep the Mets right now. And that's why. That's all. That's all. Interesting. And Jack, you're still staying loyal. You're, you're in the Yankees hat. I respect it. How are you doing today, Jack? I've been better, Dave. Happy to be back with you guys. Happy to be back doing the podcast today um i heard we have an exciting one today a nice game we have right to get back into things and we're gonna do a little bit of recap unfortunately on our lowly mlb teams and just you know things continue to spiral for both teams so can't wait to get into it guys but first a message from our sponsor v take it away this episode is sponsored by one of the best kept secrets in northern new jersey engineering and design concepts a small company doing big things Specialize in product development, manufacturing, and test equipment. If you or anyone you know need assistance in that field, they are the company you need to contact. The link to their website will be in the description below. Now, last we spoke, I was in Europe, and the Mets had just traded Max Scherzer and uh, David Robertson, if I'm not mistaken. They hadn't traded Verlander yet, and they hadn't traded Tommy Pham yet, and they hadn't traded uh, Mark Hanna, or maybe they did. Well, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Mets traded all those guys, and Mets threw the talent on the season, and not I. Everyone's been saying they threw the talent on twenty twenty four. Not sold on that. We'll have to see how the off season really plays out for me to determine if they're throwing in the towel on uh, next year. Um, but the Mets got off the trade deadline zero and six really bad. They haven't looked much better since. They got embarrassed by the Braves. Uh, Alonzo looks really good. Lindor's looked great past 50 games. McNeil's hitting great this month. Uh, go figure Daniel Vogelback's heating up. I hope he doesn't for much longer. Don't want to see this guy play anymore. Uh, Beatty got sent down. Vientos has been starting. And I peeped the lineup for today's game. Francisco Alvarez is the cleanup hitter, Jack. Talk about some good news right there. But, uh, yeah, no, it's more entertaining to watch the double-A Mets and the Mets in the ba- in the major leagues right now. Yeah, V, I mean, the Mets, they threw in the towel in the season for sure, and you see some of these names uh, got me scratching my head, like Rafael Ortega, and, I mean, of course, DJ Stewart's still getting his playing time, and, I mean, some, some randos. Jonathan Aruiz. How could I forget about Jonathan? <laughs> um, so, tough times... <laughs> Tough times for the Mets right now. They were able to squeak out that one win against the Braves, which uh, that was nice on Sunday Night Baseball. Hey, national television, the Mets shine. Always. That is true. They, they, 
They always shine on national. I'm convinced if they played on ESPN like five times a week, they'd be the best team in baseball. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so some delusion. You're seeing some delusion right now from V. A little bit of, uh, you know, he's just got to keep it unwillingly positive. <laughs> Which I, I have seen from a lot of Mets fans, though. I feel like if you were to poll Mets fans and Yankee fans, and I guess this could be because of the slew of prospects that the Mets acquired, who's more optimistic about your team? I think definitely Mets fans would be more optimistic um, going forward with their team than the Yankees. Yankee fans are, who seem to be all doom and gloom. I will say, yeah, I mean... For the listeners, uh, the three of us were all at that double A game, and uh, Jack, I don't know if you've exp- you experienced this, but I don't know. Uh, just kind of watching you two watch the game, it almost seemed like even in that moment, V had a lot more going for him in that game. He was, you know, he was doing his scouting report. We didn't see Acuna play, which, what can you do? But um, again, kind of to your point, Jack, it just seems like the Mets have some optimism. Yankees, it's like, what is next? We, do we even know? Like, what's the direction? So, yeah. good point, Jack. Thank you. Yeah, uh, on the Yankees' end, they just don't look right, and they just blew the trade deadline. They blew it. They knew they weren't good enough, and they said they were. I'm sorry. I don't know how you do that. They, you, they should have either traded away Glaber and IKF and all these guys and try to get some pieces to look forward to to next year and whatnot. Or you go add Tommy Pham. You go add somebody, anybody, that's available in the outfield, third base, a starter. Clearly, you guys need starting pitching now. We kind of knew they needed another starter. So if we knew it, they should have known it. I don't know. They blew that trade deadline. Yes, Jack, I kind of agree with you. Uh, optimism on a, for Mets and Yankees fans, it's got to be the Mets. Also, you got to uh, you look at the division. The AL East is a strong division. NL East is top heavy, pretty much, but not so much this year. I get, well, I guess kind of this year. Marlins are a good team, which no one really expected. But um, they're tough divisions. But I think the NL East is a bit uh, weaker than the AL East. So there's a little more optimism there. Um, but I agree. I mean, the Mets have some nice prospects. Very excited about Acuna. This guy looks like the real deal. Gilbert, Clifford, Jeremiah Jackson, who we saw Homer for us at the double-A game. Um, they, they got him the Dominic Leone trade. Uh, I mean, the Mets already have some nice prospects in Jet Williams and Kevin Parada. And uh, starting pitching, they got Mike Vassell, Blake Tidewell. He has some nice prospects coming up through the system very soon, and uh, hopefully they start making an impact, and this team could have a nice, young, talented team because that's clearly the way which these uh, the top-performing teams are all young and athletic. So I think the Mets are going to try to go that way right now. Um, yeah, just to get back to the Yankees quickly to recap, you know, the trade deadline – and, you know, some of the things that have just been apparently glaringly terrible from the Yan- on the Yankees' front uh, continues to be the same things, right? Like what he said, we basically balked on the trade deadline. We froze. We shit the bed. I don't know how a better way to say it besides that. We just – they didn't know what to do. They didn't 
they thought, you know, we would probably be better than we were. And, you know, they decided to do nothing and say, you know, it's right in front of us, which Aaron Boone's been telling us for the last three months. It's right in front of us. It's right in front of us. Well, you know, now you see how they look just dead against the White Sox, dead against the Marlins. It just completely bad losses. Um, the trade for two relievers, one of which made headlines because of his quotes about the White Sox, which, you know, I don't even, it's like, dude, like, I, I don't know. I would, that really pissed me off. Like, dude, read the room. Like, no one's happy that you're traded here. And the other guy has like a career seven ERA, used to be a good prospect, but uh, he's had no success in the majors. So disappointing on that front. Disappointing how seemingly you see these reports every day how Cashman will not get fired even if they miss the playoffs. It's just, um, how could I forget John Carlos Stanton walking from third to home on a single? <laughs> just, it just seems like there's a new embarrassing clip or video of the Yankees every single day that I just will stumble across. Just uh, the Yankees getting dunked on. How many times do I have to go on my Twitter and see the Brian Cashman quote about Josh Donaldson and, you know, how he's he's no Gio Urshela, you know, um, or how Gio Urshela is no Josh Donaldson. I've seen that <laughs> about every day for the last four months. You know, it's just not great in Yankee land right now, and it seems like Hal Steinbrenner has sacrificed, let's just be a good team that makes the playoffs. We sell a lot of tickets. We sell a lot of merchandise. Instead of the old, you know, dynasty or the winning winning at all costs mentality that, you know, it seems as though we've lost. And not that's not to say that George was a great, terrific, upstanding owner because obviously he has some shortcomings and he had a quick fuse. But this is not it. And there seems to be no accountability, no leadership. And I do feel bad. Um, I don't mean to keep ranting, guys, but I do feel bad for Aaron Boone to a degree because I feel like he does not have a lot of decision-making power, right? I think he really doesn't do much. He's just kind of like the talking head that they throw in front of the media, like we've said that multiple times. But some of the quotes, like he'll say, are just like, I don't want to hear them. I, I, I don't know who is receiving them well. Like, that's his job to talk to the media? It seems like... I don't know if he's stressed out. I mean, I'm sure he is. I don't know, like, what's going through his mind. He seems to be getting worse and worse at addressing the media. I mean, we've heard him repeat, it's right in front of us a thousand times, right? So that is ringing on deaf ears to me. Then you go to him with the whole injuries, right? Uh, Rizzo was fine. He's been on the, and then he goes on the IL, right? Rizzo was fine. Rizzo was fine. Basically lying to us. The guy has a concussion. Um, did the same thing last year with DJ. I mean, basically did the same thing with Rodon and Nestor saying how they're looking good, they're getting back to being healthy, and then just all of a sudden they're both thrown on the IL. It's like no heads up, no nothing, nothing there. It's really puzzling. And then him saying the other day, um, I think it was yesterday because Bader got picked off. There seems to be a lot of base running blunders as of late, and him saying how, you know, the base running errors are more glaring because we don't score many runs. I mean, well, yeah, I guess. But, like, <laughs> what what does that even mean? It seems like he just bends over backwards to defend his team, which I, I do understand to a degree. But it's like, 
at a certain point, it's like, you know, we got to be better. We have to start improving. This is not acceptable. And it seems like this is kind of acceptable, right? We're like punting on games. I, I know we've talked about this in the past, but the, that one Orioles game where Aaron Judge just doesn't play the third game of the series. Uh, I, he was just coming back from injury, but it's like no sense of urgency, man. And that's what's extremely frustrating for Yankee fans. It seems like there's no sense of urgency, no let's go attitude. So, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it definitely will be tough. Dave, you have any uh, final uh, input there? Jack, what do you think about Aaron Boone's impersonation abilities? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know. I think it's because I'm so mad at the Yankees that almost everything they do just pisses me off, but... I guess it was funny. It just seemed like, you know, every time he gets ejected now, it just, I don't really care. It's just like, he does, it seems like he's trying to pretend to me that he cares. Like, I know he cares, but it's like, it, the actions aren't, don't seem like you care, right? Some of the lineups don't seem like you care. Some of the bullpen moves don't seem like you care or that we care as an organization. But, so, I, I'm good on the whole impersonation. Well, Jack, sure. I care about you, so I'm going to switch the mood up a little bit. Um, and I think we're going to start doing this as a whole, fellas, because it's just getting tough watching you guys suffer um, through the Mets and Yankees season. I want to start having more fun. I want to start pumping out episodes more regularly again and playing more games and doing more things. And it all starts right now. I have a new game coming your way. We are going to call it Big D's Top 5. Okay, Big D's top five kind of works like this. So here's how we're going to do it. I've prepared a list of historical top five leaders in um, certain statistical categories. I will name a year and the statistical categories, and you guys will take turns guessing who is on the top five of that list. If you guess the number, kind of like Family Feud, right? If you guess the top number one person, you get five points. Two is four points. Three is three. You guys are going to take turns, and the little stipulation, similar to Family Feud, is, I guess I could have called this Big D's Family Feud, but I didn't copyright and stuff, you know. Stipulation, right. you get three X's. If you guess three wrong players, you are out, and you no longer get a chance to guess that category, okay? Now, and, quick question, if you don't mind sure. me asking. Are these for our respective teams, or is this just baseball? MLB. It is, it is just baseball. With Jack, we're done talking about just Ooh, our respective thank, teams. Thank I can't God, do it anymore. That just made my day. So we are going to test your guys' baseball knowledge as a whole. And um, V, I'm going to go ahead and put you in the hot seat first. All right? So you're going to be up first in I'm Big pumped. D's top five. All right, fellas. Speaking of our respective teams, so there are still elements because at the end of the day, we are who we are, and we are a Mets and Yankees New York baseball podcast. So we <laughs> we we picked a great year to start this. Um, speaking <laughs> of a great year for New York baseball, we are going to start in the year 2000, and we are going to go with the top five strikeout leaders for the year 2000 in terms of pitchers. So V. You're going to go ahead first. You have to name someone who finished that season in the top five for strikeouts. Give me Randy Johnson. 
Randy Johnson was, in fact, number one with 347 strikeouts. So, V, you just awarded yourself five points. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, no, now it's Jack's turn. Now it's Jack's turn. Oh, I'm, I'm Take sorry. turns. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I didn't explain that, so we alternate. Dave, can I get Roger Clemens? Jack, he did not finish top five wow. in strikeouts that year. So that is one X for you, Jack. V, Damn. you are up next. These statistics statistics are all according to ESPN. Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez finished in second with 284 strikeouts. So V, you are up to nine points on this category alone. Jack, you're up next with one strike. Hmm. Damn. No Clemens. Ah. That, that shocked kinda... me. I, I had I thought he had it too. Hmm. Is there a timing? <laughs> I mean we're getting to <laughs> it, whatever it is. <laughs> Can I see Kevin Brown? What a name. Jack, Kevin Brown finished in fourth place with 216 wow. strikeouts. You just got two points, and V would have never guessed him. Nope. Never. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go with Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox did not finish in the top five. So that is one X for you, V. There are, we are looking for three and five. You each have an X. Jack, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to go Tom Glavin. What my next guess? Tom Glavin did not finish in the top five. That is two X's for you, Jack. V, oh. you just have one. Um, we are going to go, I'd be oh, shocked if man. you guys get number three. Um, um, Jim Johnson. Hey Jack, do we have a, Jim Johnson is not on the top five list. So that is your second strike. Jack, you have one strike left. If you don't get this, V has a chance to clear the board. Not that I think mm. he will. But I'd be okay. impressed if he did. 2,000. I'm trying to think of the good teams. Uh, hmm. I'm going to go Mike Musina. Mike Musina did not finish top five oh. in strikeouts in the year 2000. So, Jack, you are out. V, you have one uh, strike left, if you can guess it. Fernando Venezuela? Venezuela? Did I say it? No? Too, too, too old? I don't know who I that think. is, but he's not in this list. So, V, you have stri three strikes. Yeah, 30 um, years off. <laughs> what, 90? He played in the 80s and 90s? I think 70s and 80s. Oh, shit. My bad. That's all right, V. Hey, you still did great on that board. You finished with nine points to Jack's two. 
Fellas, in third place, Chan Ho Park threw 217 strikeouts for wow. the Dodgers. In fifth place, friend of the show, Big Sexy himself, Bartolo oh, Colon wow. threw 212 strikeouts. All right, very good. Hey, Jack, you are going to start us off for this next category, and I'm going to bring you back to a much sweeter year of 2009. Okay. A year that Yankees fans are fond of. Um, you, we are going to name the top five teams in terms of wins that season. Top five teams that finish with the most wins. Okay. You're up first, Start us Jack. off with the Yankees. Jack, you would be correct. The Yankees won 103 games that season, so they are the number one team. You just got five points. I will go snag the Phillies. The Phillies finished with 93 wins, which ranks them in fifth place. So, V, you got one point. I was a little shocked to see that, too. How about the Angels, Dave? Angels were a good squad that year as well. Jack, they finished with 97 wins, putting them in second place. You just got four points. Two teams left. They tied. So whoever gets it first will get the, I don't know, tiebreakers and everything. So whoever gets it first will get the three-point answer. I will take... The Dodgers. That was an excellent choice, V, because the Dodgers finished with 95 wins, tied for another team. But we will consider them the third-place team, giving yourself three points. Mm. Will we clear this board, Jack? 2009. Trying to think of that NL side. So I'm between a couple teams here. 2009. Uh, there was a year the Cubs were good in there. I don't know if it's 2009. Um, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins won their division that year, but they only had 87 wins, so they did not oh. finish in the top five. Jack, you receive your first strike. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Reds. The Cincinnati Reds finished in third place in the division with 78 wins, so they most certainly <laughs> were not top five in the league. You get your first strike, V. When were they good? 2011? 2012? Yeah, a little bit after. Damn. Um, I'm going to go with the Chicago Cubs. Jack, the Chicago Cubs finished second in their division with 83 wins, so you just got yeah. your second strike. So it's whoever we got to clear the table. We got to um, clear the stable. It's not the Pirates. There's no way. So I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers finished third in the division with 80 wins, so V, you just got your second strike. You guys have one more chance. You got this. Come on. St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals were the winner of that division with <laughs> 91 wins, so they are not in the top five. Jack, you are out of contention for this last spot. 
Come on, V. We're going to go They tied with... with the Dodgers. Boston Red Sox. He really just sniped that. It was the Boston Red Sox coming wow. in second in the AL East uh, with 95 wins, tying the Dodgers for third or fourth most in the league. So, V, you just awarded yourself six points to Jack's nine. It is now 11, Jack, uh, 15, V. So, V, you got the lead. Did the Red Albert... Sox make the playoffs that year? They did. They did. Really? I don't know how it ended, but uh, they looks like they were a wild card spot. Okay. All right, V, I'll bring you to a bittersweet year of 2015. It wasn't that bad, like all things considered. I'd probably take that year over this year, right? I agree. 100%. Okay, all right. So we are going to name the top five finishers in terms of batting average for the season 2015. Using the minimum qualification standards, of course. Well, of course, of course. Naturally. So V, you are up um... first. Who the heck won a batting title See, this, that year? See, this is a tough for me, at least personally. These years, like 13, <laughs> 14, that fun, 15. No, because this is the Yankees' bad years. I don't think I was as much of a baseball nerd as I usually was in these years, but I'm trying to remember. Well, well I'm going to just safely go with a Mike Trout guess here. Uh, nothing too safe about that guess for you because he did not finish top five and you just awarded yourself your first strike. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with, I know this might sound weird, but I know there's one year where this guy either led the MLB or the NL. I don't know if he qualified though, but D Gordon. D. Gordon finished with a 333 batting average that year, ranking him second in 2015. So, Jack, that is a great guess, giving yourself four points. Let's go. Wow. Nice guess, Jack, there. I got to give you props. Thanks. Um, 2015. Can I get a Miguel Cabrera? You sure can, V. He finished with a 338, making him the oh, leader dang. in batting average that year. Giving you five points for that guess. Twenty fifteen. Trying to think of MVP during this time. It might have been Miguel. Is it might is this his triple crown year? No. Twenty fifteen. If I'm not mistaken, Donaldson won it this year. Mm. Wouldn't that be nice? I think Donaldson won a 15 or 16. I'm pretty sure it's 15. I'll tell you right now, though, I vividly remember him only batting me 280. Yeah, I don't think he's on this list. Um, Can I get Ryan Braun, Dave, on the list? I would love to give it to you, Jack, but I will give you your first strike instead. So you each got a strike. We need three, four, and five. NL MVP of that year, Bryce Harper, is probably on this list. Bryce Harper did finish with a 330 batting average, ranking him third, giving you three more points, V. It's a great guess. You're up to eight on this board. 
I don't think you guys are going to get number five. Don't doubt me here. I'm doubting you. <laughs> Unless I give you his height and weight measurements, you're not getting this, man. It's Curtis Granderson, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> not quite. No, no. I'm going to go with Joe Maurer. Ooh. Joe Maurer is not on this list, Jack. That's your second strike. One more remaining for you. V, sitting with one, as I am doubting him very much. Victor Martinez. I was right to doubt you because he is not on this list. You just got your second strike. Jack, come away with some points here. You got to get something. 2015. 15. Damn it. This is tough. Um, I'm going to go Joey Votto. Joey Votto did not finish top five in batting average for 2015. So, Jack, you are out. You did come away with four points. I'm leaving you with 15 in total on the game. V. You currently have eight, but let's see if you can add to your lead here. What are you thinking? I have a speed guy in mind, and I want to lean that way, but I don't. I don't know when he came into the league, but I want—I guarantee you a Colorado Rocky is on this list. And I... No, Kadire won in 2014, the NL batting title. So... I'm I'm just gonna guess. Oh, I have like four guesses. I'm gonna go with Nolan Arenado though. Nolan Arenado is not on this list, so that is your third strike. But that's okay. You walk away with eight points, extending your lead to 23 to 15. Guys, number four, Paul Goldschmidt batted 321 that season. And number five, this man had a four-year career, only played four years. Chris Colabello on the Toronto Blue Jays also batted 321. Chris Colabello. 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 C O L A B E L L O. I'm not making it up. It says it right here. <laughs> That's why I doubted you, V. That's why I doubted you. Fair enough. Who the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um,. Guys, let's test your short-term memory. Let's bring it back to just a couple years ago. Let's go back to 2019. Okay. And we are going to do home run leaders for the season 2019. Jack, you're up first. Oh, God. 2019. So the this is the year. It's the juice ball year. The, yeah. So there might be wacky ass names on this list. Um. Trying to think. Trying to think. 2019. Hmm. Hey, V, is there a time limit? Oh, I'm, I'm ready to give it to him. 
What do you got for us, Jack? Or you can just take an X. No, I'm not taking an X. All right, I'm, I'm going to need an, an answer X. in uh, 15 seconds. Okay, okay. Um, Mike Trout. Okay, you gave me an answer. Mike Trout did finish in fifth place, so you awarded <sighs> yourself one point. He had 45 home runs that season. V had a very big smile when I announced this category. Is How all did I'm you not remember that Big Meat Pete broke Aaron oh, Judge's God. record and was the league leader in home runs? Give me that five points on the top of the board. <laughs> He is correct. He led the league with 53 home runs that year. Jack was really hoping you prevented that whole commentary, but uh, it's all right. It's all right. You're still alive in this category, so let's see. We got to find two, three, and four. Who you got for us, Jack? Um, I don't know, guys. I'm struggling here. 2019 seems like such a weird year. I got. I think I got one. I can't think of anybody else though. Twenty nineteen. Oh my goodness. I will say it's definitely names you guys know. I don't know if it's names you would expect to be top five in home runs. Right. That's that's why. Um. Can I get Kyle Schwarber? Kyle Schwarber. Did not finish in the top five of home runs. Jack, that is your first strike. V, you are up. Eugenio Suarez. That is a great guess, V, because he finished second four home runs shy of Alonzo with 49 home runs. So you, sir, just awarded yourself four more points, nine on this category. V remembers this home run race like it's the back of his hand. (laughs) V has V has some good general baseball knowledge. Oh, okay, okay. Um, this is the year the Twins hit all those home runs, right? So it, there's got to be a twin on here. I'm gonna go Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz finished with. I don't know because he's not in the top five. Jack, that's your oh, second strike. <laughs> That was mean. I'm um, sorry. It's a great guess, I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I, I'm gonna go with. Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman did not finish in the top five. So that is your first XV. Jack, you got to get some points here. Two strikes. There's got to be a twin on this list. I, I swear there's a twin. Because the, I think they still have the record for the most home runs they hit this year. Um, This might be a bad guess, but I'm going to guess Miguel Sano. Well, Jack, you are right in one thing. That was a bad guess because he did not finish top five. That is your third strike. V, you can really just run away with this one here. Two guesses left. Um... (sighs) 
2019 Jorge Soler when he was on the Royals. Jorge Soler finished in third with 48 home runs. V, you effectively won the grand total of the game because I don't think Jack can catch you at this point. Um, but let's see if you can clear this board. We are looking for number four in top five home runs for 2019. Oh, I, I, I'm going? Yeah, keep going. Um... We are gonna go with a guess of Josh Donaldson when he was on the Braves. It is not Josh Donaldson, so that is your second strike. You do have one more guess at an attempt to clear this board. We will go with Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall is not on this list. Damn. Uh, guys, fourth place finisher, Cody Bellinger with 47. Oh. Cody Bellinger with yeah. 47. Got that so, one. So we have a grand total in points of 35 to 16 in favor of V. Uh, the maximum you can get per board, I, I believe, if my math is math, and is 15. So... Like I said, Jack, you um, lost the game, but let me propose something to you, V. We've got one more top five category. If Jack clears this board in its entirety, it's all tied up. What do we think? Okay, why not? Let's have some fun. I'm a gambling right. man. You are a gambling man, except you get no positive outcome for taking this gamble. But I like it. Um, <laughs> so, Jack, it's your time to shine. Again, I'm going to test your short-term memory here. We are going to go way back to the year 2022. And we are going to name the top five leaders in wins as a pitcher. You get three strikes okay. to name the top five. Top five wins. Wins is such a weird stat. Oh, my own. Um. <laughs> um. Can I see Sandy Alcantara? No, you cannot, Jack. He's not on the top five. That is your first strike. You gotta think of a good offensive team. Yeah, Jack, you're gonna keep rolling. I'm just here. gonna keep going. Okay, yep. Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander finished in second with 18 wins. Okay, okay. Um. So those are our two Cy Youngs, right? Um. How about? Let's see this guy. Good offensive teams. Um, how about Garrett Cole? Jack, I wish, but unfortunately he did not finish in the top five. So you are at two strikes, God. and you this have is, four players remaining. 
This is not good. I remember Max Scherzer had like a 2.2 ERA. I don't know if he won the games because he didn't. <laughs> uh, Corbin Burns, Dave. No, Corbin uh, Burns was not in the top five. For, sh uh, for shits and gigs, can I go yeah, for go, it? Of course, go ahead. I'll give you three strikes me, and everything. Give me Max Freed. No, I will not give you Max Freed. That is your first strike. I will take... Um. Wow, it's so certain he won a lot of games. Maybe that was twenty one. He was hurt, right? Didn't he miss oh, a lot of I'm time? thinking. I'm thinking of twenty twenty one. Shoot. Um. Uh, give me a uh, Zach Wheeler. Not in the top five. No Zach Wheeler. You got one more and strike. Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez did finish with 17 wins. He yep. is tied for third and fourth. So it doesn't really matter because we're not doing points. But, yes, he's in the top five. Give me a Luis Castillo. No. No. no Zach Allen. No Zach Allen. Wow. What about, what about um, Luis Urias? Or no, I'm sorry. Arise. Arise. Yes, he no. tied. Julio. The Dodgers, the Dodgers pitcher. Julio Urias. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. Yes, he tied uh, with Framber for 17, so he is on the list. You guys want to keep uh, going? Uh, I'll entertain one. you. What's up? We're missing number one. One and five. Who, who, how, many, how many wins did one get? 21. The hell won 21 games? Oh, um, uh, Shane a... McClanahan. Oh, that's a good pick. No, not good enough. Is it? A, is it a brave, Dave? Is number one a brave? Number one is a yes, brave. He... Why not? So if it wasn't Ma um Strider, nah, he came up as a rookie. That Charlie Morton. This is embarrassing. Who the hell am I missing on the Maybe Braves? Maybe we should that stick to the Mets and Yankees. Not Sor Soroka. Not Soroka. Mike Soroka? No. No. Who the Let me see. Let me see if I can give you some clues. Um, it's been on the Braves since 2018. <laughs> the last year was a fluke. For sure. Was it Elder? It wasn't Elder. Nah, he's, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. In his first year, he got zero wins. In his second year, he got zero wins. In his third year, he got two. In his fourth year, he got zero. Last year, he got 21. This year, he currently has zero. Is he hurt? He must be hurt. Uh, it looks like he might be hurt. He's appeared in five games thus far. His first name Oof. is Kyle. Kyle Wright. 
Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright finished with 21 wins last year. Jesus Kyle Wright. 808 percentage. 319 ERA. Yeah, yeah, he had a good year. He had a good year. Um, And then you guys, you want to take a stab at five, or should we end your misery? What team? What team? I believe Padres. Darvish? Neither of those two. You, Darvish. You, Darvish, finished with 16 wins. How much has changed? Like, Darvish having a terrible year. Kyle Wright. I mean, hurt. Fell off. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. Wow. Year is Overall, having a good year. Yeah. Pitch clock. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> right. Overall, excellent job. Um, any like let's get back to the Mets and Yankees for just a couple minutes any kind of last minute glimpses of hope things you're looking for things that you're excited about um well I don't (laughs) know when this is going to come out I'm assuming that probably after tonight's game I think that's a pretty safe bet but if you're somehow hearing this maybe you two could take in this knowledge bet Braves Yankees over bet Yes, first run in the first inning. First inning run. Um, bet Luis Severino under on outs recorded. Bet first inning over five and a half runs. Um, the score might be 72 to three. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's It's gone to the point, and I get it as a Yankee fan, and like as someone that understands the injuries that they're going through right now, they're just trotting out Severino and just hoping that he gives you like three solid innings, or like, or just giving up like three runs over three innings. I think they would take that. They would take that. They're just trying to get outs. They have no healthy arms left, or I think they do another bullpen game, but they just did two in a row. So yeah, I'm gonna, gonna title. Gonna I'm gonna title this episode "How Jack B Became a Millionaire" because yeah. it's gonna air after the fact and it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's. Oh my God! It's gonna get ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I saw the Mets just face the Braves, and that was ugly. So. Yeah, but the worst pitcher in baseball facing the Braves in Atlanta. I mean, I don't know. You should have seen the bullpen arms the Mets are bringing out. It was it was name time. I, I listen. Yeah, that's true. I don't think, but it's like I don't know. Four hitters do, are hitting like do you one. Think, do you think the Braves score more than twenty one runs? That's a good point. Probably not. But, I don't know. I hope because I bet the over, so. And, you know, <laughs> the Yankees aren't scoring, so. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, boys, I'm I'm very happy that we're going to start doing more general baseball stuff on here because of how shitty the Mets and Yankees seasons have progressed. V, I blame you for this. You know why? Me too. What the fuck Me too. First episode, first time we did preseason predictions. V said he predicts the Yankees and Mets face off in the World Series. Ninety-seven <laughs> wins each. Ninety-seven wins. Yep. Can you believe it? Yep. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. That's exact. I'm pretty sure ja- that's exactly what he said. Ja- Jack <laughs> yep. said they were both going to win a hundred. <laughs> I don't think I said that. You, you took might the have, over. Jack, I don't know. You might have. <laughs> you took the over on the wins on 97, uh, 97 and a half. On both teams? Both teams. All right. Well, I didn't say anything about a World Series. So don't blame me now. 
Well, I'm going to go ahead and blame the both of you because I've just had to sit here and watch you beat Rome. And it's just, you know, you guys are my friends at the end of the day, and it's just tough. It's tough. So hopefully we can see you guys mm-hmm. have some fun in the future. But, hey, we, we got to, again, with all these games, we got to to have some fun this season. We got to keep the conversation engaged on social media. So, fellas, we got to let the listeners know, V, where can they find us on Instagram? Where can they slide in your DMs? At BQB Podcast, you can DM, you can like, you can comment, you can share, you can do all those things at BQB Podcast. Jack, how about the talks? You want people sliding in your DMs on the talk? Yeah. Check us out on the talk at BQB Podcast. Um, Give us a like, give us a comment, give us a DM even. Give us a DM. Yeah, Jack, we'll see you first. So if you like Jack, go to talk. Uh, I'll be on Twitter. I'm just kidding. V pretty much does it all. But uh, Twitter, uh, at BQB Podcast. That's why we were so boring when he was gone, because the man was busy. But on Twitter, at BQB Podcast, let us know what you think. Um, listen to us wherever gets your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, blah, 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 blah. Fellas, real quick, top five fans. Top five fans. Who we think we got. Number one's my dad. My dad's killing it. My mom's got to be up there. Your mom's up there. I think um, my brother's another top fan on Facebook. He is. He's. I think, oh, I think he's a, my, a, a rising fan. Rising. Uh, I was going to say, it's got to be the over 80 crowd on Facebook. They got to be at least in the top three. You know, it's the the Bartolo Colon fanboys. Yeah. Is what makes us even semi-relevant. That that video is at 777,000 views. Last I checked. (laughs) Good for us. Hey, and and how could we forget? How could we forget Eduardo Escobar? Eduardo Escobar has got to be in the top five. Yep. Yeah, got a good point. Got a good point. And I also gotta, I gotta mention my mother as well because she does listen and will yell at me for not mentioning her. So, uh, keep listening, keep up the sport. If you want to be in our top five, give us a listen. Tell someone to listen to us because then, um, tell someone in your top five to listen to us. That would be great. With that being said, hopefully this was fun for you fellas. Hopefully it was fun for the listeners. Let's turn the season around. Let's at least make our own fun. All right. We'll look forward to doing that next time. We'll see you guys then.